Hour number two of the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. Your host, Jake Miller, alongside Brett Hollander, Marcus Young, intern Jack. One more hour on many of these fine Fan Run affiliates. 105.7 FM, 1340 AM, and on your free Fan Run Radio app. It is time for the sit rep presented by Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Up first, Tennessee will take on Vanderbilt down at the god-awful gymnasium tomorrow at 6.30 on the SEC Network. Uh, looking... For a Tennessee win there, I expect Tennessee to be favored by about 9.5 to 10.5 on that one. I'm assuming they're going to give Vanderbilt three points just for being the home team. Of course, you got your NFL action this weekend. It's going to be the Chiefs, the Ravens. It's going to be the Lions, the 49ers. Who will make it to the Super Bowl? We've already gave you our picks as to who it's going to be. Quite frankly, I assume right now that the Lions are essentially America's team. All three teams other than the Lions give you reasons not to like them. The Lions are the most likable team in this. Everyone listening to this should be pulling for the Detroit Lions. Up next, Djokovic gets stunned. Gets stunned by the 22-year-old in the semifinals of the Aussie Open. Yannick Sinner. That's the guy's name, correct? Yes. Italian. Italian. Yeah, first time uh, Djokovic lost in six years at that tournament. That's uh, freaking crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. I mean, to think about that. And then Vince McMahon, WWE. Goodness. What in the world are you doing, man? I cannot read you the text messages that were sent to this poor woman. This is absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Former WWE employee filed a federal lawsuit Thursday accusing executive Vince McMahon and another former executive of sexual misconduct, including offer offering her to a star wrestler in exchange. Whoo, man. This is bad. What's Netflix thinking right now? I don't know. I mean, you got to think. That was a... Because you know he's involved. He had to be involved in that deal. Well, he stepped aside as the company's CEO in 2022 amid the investigation into allegations. Yeah. But the lawsuit also named... People involved in the deal right now, right? John Laurinaitis. Yeah. Do you all know that name? Yeah. You guys remember the Road Warriors from back in the day? Marcus, I know you remember. Jack, you probably don't remember who the Road Warriors were. Uh, one of the most dominant tag teams ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, John Laurinaitis's brother was Road Warrior Animal. And then Road Warrior Hawk, who passed away in 2002, They, I mean, they were by far, would you say, Brett, probably one of the greatest tag teams ever? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But I don't they, even watch wrestling. I know them. But John Laurinaitis is the brother of Road Warrior Hawk. And mm-hmm. he is the company's former head of talent relations and general manager. And he's one of the de- defendants in this case. I mean, that's just an absolutely terrible look. Absolutely awful for the WWE. Especially, like you said, Brett, now they have this multi-billion dollar deal mm-hmm. with Netflix to yeah. be the exclusive host of Monday Night Raw, in which, you know, we've talked a little bit about this. You know, that's the longest running program in cable television that is not going to be there anymore. Right. That's not going to be on USA. It's not going to be anywhere. Except on Netflix, and that's just bizarre mm-hmm. to me. That is the sit rep brought to you by our friends at Sun Upholstery and Repair. Guys, if you're looking at that piece of furniture that's wore down, you don't want to get rid of it. You need to go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Repair. Family owned and operated with 67 combined years of experience located at 8913 Oak Ridge Highway. Give them a call today at 865-237-3272 or visit them online at FabricSun.com. Dot com. That is FabricSUN.com. Be sure to tell Stan that you heard about it right here on Fan Run Radio. Sun Upholstery and, re- and Repair. Responsible turnaround times. Good pricing. 
and always great quality. 865-546-8200, your number if you want to hop on the show. Let's get Phil in here next. What do you say, Philly? My say, Jack. Philly! How's it going? Pretty good. Well, we're going to beat the commodes tomorrow. I hope we're beating the commodes. They're Peabody scum, Phil. Well, I remember that shot went in last year against us. That was uh, yeah. disgusting. That was the game in which uh, – that was where Julian Phillips could have just yammed the ball on somebody and then decided Pulled not to. Out. Yeah. And then that's when you started to question. It's like, okay, well, what's going on here is Rick Barnes just holding these guys back. Mm-hmm. And this year it seems like he's not holding Dalton Connect back. He's not holding Jonas Adu back. And in a lot of cases, he's not holding Zakai Ziegler back. So, I mean, you know, Daniel made a point earlier. Maybe an old dog can't learn new tricks, Phil. Well, uh, Ziegler in the last two games, though, hasn't uh, shot a lot of bad shots like he does sometimes. Uh, you know, when he, when he scores a lot of points, mm-hmm. he shoots a lot of shots, Tennessee doesn't win. This is true. And, I mean, you have seen, you know, Zakai Ziegler. I mean, we can all call this like it is. You've seen him pull up from the logo at points. We saw it against Mississippi State in which he's just taking bad shots, and that's something you never want to see from him because it, that's not his shot for one. And number two, that's not the guy that you want taking that shot. You know, if anybody were to take that shot on the team, I'd want Bescovy to take it, or I would want, as weird as it sounds, probably if it's going to be that crazy of a shot, Jordan Ganey or Dalton Connect. Well, I don't know about Ganey. <laughs> he turned it on yeah, last game, Phil. Has one, just because he has one good game out of five, six, uh, no, no. You've got to be consistent. Philly, is he the That's two-guard equivalent? DeLeon, Philly, is uh, Jordan Ganey the two-guard equivalent of Olivier Comois? He goes for 20, and then he goes for two for 10. I think Comois was more consistent than he was. I mean, Comois was consistent only because he'd get you 21 game, and then he'd go for two points the next 10. <laughs> I'm damn glad he's gone. <laughs> I'm not even going to fake it. Yeah, but he's averaging about 17 a game. Michigan, mm-hmm. kind of. That's uh, that's disgusting is what that is. That is awful. Um, You know, one of the things that got brought up to me the other day by our friend Phil uh, Jordan Moore is the comparisons between Triple J and uh, Chris Ledlam and the appearances that he's had this year up at St. John's. I mean, they're pretty similar. I think that Ledlam probably would help us on the boards a little bit more. But, I mean, you know, Barnes did his thing. You know, Josiah Jordan James wanted to come back, and they made room for him. Yeah, I have wondered how Ledlam would fit in with Tennessee. Uh, I mean, really, though, they're the same high, what, 6'6", six, six, so, I mean. Yeah, I think one, on one hand, I think Ledlam, you know, a lot of people compared him to Grant, mm-hmm. you know, when we first got him. Everyone thought, you know, this would be another Grant Williams, he, and he might have been, you never know. But, you know, Josiah Jordan-James, he's six foot six, but he's got more – uh, I'd say more guard tendencies well, we, than what a true four. Well, I think it was more about the fact that we were just tired of James. We've seen him for four years. We knew what he could do. He wasn't improving a whole lot. We wanted some, something fresh, something new. There's three him. people that get brought up when you talk about the five stars that came to Tennessee and never panned out. Really, you can throw four into the mix. I mean, Jarnell Stokes didn't do anything that we thought he was going to do. I mean, he was a good player. Uh, Scotty Hobson, he was a good player, but he was supposed to be a one-and-done, and he was never a one-and-done even though he went to the McDonald's All-American game. And then you bring up guys like Bob Hubs and now Josiah Jordan-James is in that mix. And Josiah Jordan-James has performed the worst out of those four. Hmm. I yeah. mean, statistically, he has. Well, yeah. But he plays his role. I mean, I, you know, like I 
we don't need him to score with the guys we have scoring right now. He plays defense and you know rebounds. I mean, I I'm not displeased with James and Vescovy right now. I'm not. It's just NBA wise. Well, he should probably be like if he. Oh, he's not an NBA that player. Level, that's no. yeah. that's what he was uh, gonna projected. Be, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You're a five star. You're projecting. Everyone NBA. projected him to be a one and done until they saw him in the McDonald's All American game. That was awful. Yeah. We always find the wrong five stars, right? <laughs> Who's this uh, guy from uh, Coffeeville? They got is committing on football team. Did you see that? Uh, who? I'm not sure. I know we got a five star wide receiver coming in on a visit. Yeah. Well, this guy he's on campus right now, and he, he's a list two four seven. Had him on there. Uh, what position is he? He's a defensive end. Hmm. Huh. No, I haven't seen that. Oh, it's the Donald Palmer, right? Yeah, that's it. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, there's no. a there's a video, um, there's a video of him that's been shown by a, an account called Rocky Top. Now it looks like uh, apparently he's pursued Olympic weightlifting. One the, the JUCO guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did see that video. Run on a treadmill. Yeah, we've yeah. had good luck out of the JUCO kids. Yeah. Well, Ronnie Garner, you know, here we go. He might make something out of because. After this year, we're going to need a lot of defensive linemen. Yeah, because, I mean, let's call it like it is. You're going to lose James Pierce. Well, he might stay for one more year because he loves Tennessee. No, if you get a chance to go to the NFL, you go to the NFL, and that's exactly what he's going to do. You're going to lose a lot on this defensive line. But luckily, you know, you've got guys over there that are still going to be around, like Joshua Josephs. And uh, help me think, I'm blanking on the other guy's name. Joshua Josephs, who else we got over there? Uh, Let me pull up the roster real quick. Jordan Ross. Jordan I mean, Ross is going to be there. The kid that's coming Which, in. by the way, Phil, did you see the dunk that Jordan Ross threw down in a basketball game? No, I didn't see it. If he wanted to play I basketball, that, I'd yeah. let him. I don't know if I'd let him on the team, but if there were a dunk contest, I'd make him a walk-on just to get him <laughs> yeah, in the contest. He, he was pretty <laughs> athletic, that's for sure. That's no doubt about that. And he's what, 6'6"? Six, six? Yes. Jordan Ross? 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, I think. Hmm. Well, we're getting uh, we're loading up on the edge rushers and the defensive ends. That's a, I guess it's a new way of doing things, isn't it? Don't forget about the tight ends, Phil. <laughs> Need to if you're not going to get these corners to guard people. You got to go after the quarterback. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I don't know. I mean, I'll be honest. If I was recruited, I don't know if I'd want to play and be coached by Willie Martinez. He's got a tra- he's got a decent track record, right? I mean, he's not like the worst thing ever. I mean, he's been I don't know. He's got a lot of experience. He's but. got a lot of experience, but I mean, that comes with age. <laughs> he got fired at Georgia when Mark Rick was coach. That I'll tell you enough right there. Golly, remember that, Jake? I remember. I mean, here's the thing: Mark Rick, you know, a good coach, just never could get over the hump. Hey, I just hope Hopple's not going to be a Mark Rick. You know what? I would hate that. Uh, Although, I mean, Mark Rick won two or three SEC championships, so it wouldn't be all bad. Uh, they had fun down on Bourbon Street. They went to the Sugar Bowl <laughs> that year. I'd have had fun on Bourbon Street. We all know that. Marcus, do you want to look up B.J. Edwards from last night? Matter of fact, I want to talk about this. Could you imagine sending me, Phil, and Polish Joe down to Bourbon Street if Tennessee ever made the Sugar Bowl? Jesus. No. Well, it'd be soft to hold. I don't right. know. If, uh, I don't be around Paul Joe. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, you may not come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not the safest place in the world to be either down there. No, 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 it ain't. But I mean, 
you see you see me, you see Phil, you see Polish Joe walking down the street, you just get out of the way. Especially if you're wearing yeah. that jersey you have on. Oh, yeah, yeah Phil, I'm wearing yeah, I see now, uh, SMU got beat last night. What did they do since Marcus was uh, uh, I, I already got You got set. it up? Oh, well, because Tucker sent it to me, actually. Uh, okay, oh, Tucker. Uh, Tucker's in on this now, yeah, they, huh? He played 15 minutes. He had two rebounds. It's pretty good for a guard. Yeah, and zero points. Hmm? How many minutes? Uh, fifteen minutes. Fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they got beat last night. That's the reason why I didn't get enough minutes. You know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the Tucker stay with the view. I mean, that's that's where he needs to be. He can try to imitate Russell like he does every day. <laughs> have you Have you noticed that uh, it feels like Tucker doesn't get under bear skin like me and Jake used to? Hmm. Is, is, pretty... is bear softening? Bear up, really likes. Really likes him, then, right? Oh, Bear loves Tucker. Mm. He could not stand me. I knew Young how to Phil get Fulmer. under his skin. I'd That's drive crazy. Him. I can't get over that. But I would drive much. Bear up the wall. He could not stand when I would get under his well, skin because I knew too, I could. Right? Him. Hickman, Hickman as well. That? Well, I mean, Marcus is essentially Adam Hickman at this point. I am not. Do not say that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got more logic. One more thing, guys. The uh, playoffs uh, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I think that Kansas uh, City. Uh, we'll beat uh, the Ravens. I'm not a believer of yep. the Ravens a bit. Nope. Thank uh, you, did you Phil. Uh, but did you hear what Brett said about, you know, where he ranked Peyton Manning on the all-time list of quarterbacks? Did, did you hear that? What, no, what was? I missed it. <sighs> it was rough, man. It wasn't rough. I mean, I'm saying Patrick Mahomes is, is right there with Peyton Manning in, in, in the Brady. upper epilogue. Ep- Upper As, echelon. Upper, yeah, that that. Well, for, with, for a young part of his career, he'll out. He's going to outdo so, Brady and Peyton he doesn't know anything but but AFC championships, like six in a row. Like I got to respect the guy. I can love Peyton Manning, but I can love Patrick Mahomes too. I don't know. It feels feels like you're not showing the love for the sheriff like you should, but. You know. I mean, he's still Marcus, the you're the one that didn't show respect for the sheriff when you said that Joe Montana yeah. was the greatest quarterback of all time. Why are you throwing it on to me? Because not, you're the I, one that's going at Brad over that yeah, time. Try, you said yeah, that Joe yeah. Montana was better than all of them. I'm trying to get – I was well, trying to, you know. Mahomes can't even – I mean, Marino can't even hold a candle to Mahomes. Well, don't worry about Will Levis being on that list, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I'm aware of that, yes. Hey, Marcus, what if uh, what if the Titans had hired Bill Belichick and he'd have won a championship with Will Levis? How would if he feel? did? How would you feel? Mac Jones is better than Will Love. Yeah. I don't know how I'd feel. I, we'll, I'll have to think about that for a second. Bill Belichick can't coach. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for him to retire. Yeah, thank you, Phil. But uh, I guess uh, I think Detroit has a chance of beating the 49ers. Is, uh, what's, is, if Debo doesn't Debo play, yeah. gonna play, I mean, I, I think they're holding it out as long as they can. I think, I think his shoulder's pretty messed up. We well, got hit hard. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. Jawan Jennings though, be time for him. Yeah, yeah. But their offense goes. It's all through Debo Samuel. It's kind of like Tennessee's uh, basketball team goes through Doc Connect. That's going to be a shame when he's gone. I know. It's got to live. Let's not, let's not think gonna, about that right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm already thinking about what the roster is going to be like oh, next, next year. year. It's going to be brutal. Transfer portal. Yep. That's, I mean, that's how you have to recruit now, Phil. You have to go out of the portal for basketball. 
Is that your most Do guaranteed? Do you feel like it's one of those Nico things with like playing time? Like, should he be giving Carr and some of these guys some experience yes. so where they'll be ready to go next year? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And what's the deal with DJ Jefferson? I mean, I just like, I feel like he could. He's brainwashed. I don't know. Well, everybody uh, says DJ Jefferson, they go over and watch him. He's the best athlete on the team, and he does all the stuff, well, all and that, he won't play. Yeah, he does that dunk thing right before the game starts, you know. I just so. want JP to get some more minutes. That's all Who? I want. JP Estrella. Really? Well, JP shows me enough already. He just, all he needs to do is get weaker and get stronger. That's He's all he be, has uh, to do. He'll be, he'll be like a cut at Auburn a couple years ago who went to, uh, came from North Carolina. Kessler? Walker Kessler. Yeah, wow, that's that's big because he was all American. They do play a lot alike. Man, Kessler, Kessler was something else. I wish we had gotten him. They say that uh, Estrella's uh, he's projected to go over seven foot. That's what the. Well, he was only six foot him. two like two years ago. He was a guard, and then he just hit a eight inch growth spurt. Yeah, that's crazy. You can still grow like that when you're that age, I guess. Well, Cameron Carr's the guy in our guy for next year. Uh, they say he's got sort of like a – who's the guy who played Tennessee with Stokes that came from – with Pearl left here and was an LSUC player? You talking about uh, – what was it? Was it Trey Golden? No. He, he went in the NBA for a while. Jordan McCray. He hooked on – yeah, Jordan McCray. Yeah. Yeah, he could score. Well, Jordy Mack and uh, Josh Richardson. Yeah. Didn't they call him the Orange Mamba or something? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oconzo had a good team uh, there and couldn't, he couldn't do nothing with it. He got to, he got to follow the uh, Sweet 16, but good night. Yeah. It was so atrocious to watch until they got hot at the end of the year. Now, I remember, Phil, around that time, I mean, fans were petitioning to fire Conzo Martin. I mean, that's they were how hard bad to it watch. got. They were hard to watch. They were terrible to watch. Surprised we made the tournament. We got lucky we to get in. Run. Yeah, because we made the playing game, yeah, right? playing game. We want playing game. And then Richardson got himself drafted, right? Yeah, that's essentially what happened. But, I mean, you get to the Sweet 16 Beat that year. Iowa, I think. Well, if it wasn't for a bad you know, charge call on Jarnell Stokes, Tennessee probably wins that game because Jarnell yeah. was going for the win. Yeah. Yeah, and then we'd play Kentucky again. That would have been fun. That would have probably been the most expensive Elite Eight ticket of all time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I guess we'll get off here. It's uh, been entertaining. All right, I appreciate so. the phone call, Philly. What you got, Marcus? Real quick before we go to break, I just have to ask this. I was going to ask this in our debate earlier. I just need to know now. Brett, do you think that Andy Reid is a better coach than Bill Belichick? Yes. You're wild. Your arguments make no sense. What has Andy Reid done without Patrick Mahomes? I'll hang up and Did listen. Did he not go to the Super Bowl with Donovan McNabb? Did he win it? What? Did he win it? No. No, he didn't. He didn't win. Has he been to a Super Bowl without Tom Brady? Theoretically, yes. Theoretically, he went there with mean? Drew Bledsoe. What? What? Well, let me ask you this. Does wild have one syllable or two? Because, Marcus, you say wild different than I do. You say wild. Say wild, absolutely wild. What do you think, Jake? Andy Reid or Bill Belichick? Uh, I because in I your, can't stand either of them. Because in your mind, he had because I don't think Phil Jackson's best coach is because he has the most rings. Phil, he had the best players. Who's 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 better? Pat Riley. Pat Riley. Well, no, I mean he's arguable. I mean because he had Magic and Showtime Lakers. He had LeBron, D Wade. He's been in twenty. 
what is it, 26%? I would say Popovich is the best basketball coach. You can't argue that. Give me Pat Riley. Let's go to break. Okay. I just want to go to break. Give me Pat Riley on that one. Pat Riley has been to 25% of all of the NBA finals that have ever existed as a player, coach, executive, it doesn't matter. He's been to 25% of them. Pat Riley is one of the most important pieces in basketball history, if you ask me. Marcus, you're shaking your head at that. Who, who's the winner? No, I'm just, I'm just. I think Popovich is the greatest basketball coach ever, and people will not disagree with that. I think the. Th- yeah, I, but he's a left wing lunatic. Send us to break. Oh, gosh. It's the G.I. Jake show right here on Fan Run Radio. <laughs> Making a better vodka soda ain't rocket science. You just got to start with a better vodka. And then voila, you get White Claw Vodka Soda. Your taste buds are about to get a PhD in deliciousness. JB Smooth only drinks vodka soda made with the world's smoothest vodka. Try the all-new White Claw Vodka Soda. Pick up a variety pack of their four delicious flavors. Only 100 calories, 4.5% alcohol, and 2 grams of sugar. White Claw Vodka Soda. Please drink responsibly. Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia, where your journey begins. Rogers Utility Solutions, a division of Rogers Hydrant Service, is a family-run Tennessee-based business since 2015. Now serving municipalities and residences in 14 states, Rogers offers fire hydrant flow testing, distribution flushing, and maintenance programs in accordance with ISO standards. Rogers also offers hydrant repair and installation, and they have the capability of repairing hydrants under pressure. For more information on Rogers' new sewer maintenance program, complete with mapping, cleaning, and camera inspecting, Visit RogersHydrantService.com. Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then, SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach with a vision. SM Athletics didn't just see a coach. They saw a team's potential. And they delivered custom uniforms so striking. Our team's spirit soared. From cutting-edge apparel to top-notch equipment, SM Athletics transformed our presence. No more unreliable online orders or envying the other team's style. SM Athletics stands for quality, design, and on-time delivery every time. Coaches, elevate your team with SM Athletics. Call 865. 966-3434 or visit smathletics.com Get the best for your team delivered right and on time So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today They are our love bugs and companions They are our pets, our family and they make life better When we face unexpected challenges so do our pets That's why we're on a mission to support people and their pets Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council.
Back here on the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. It is time to mark the tape with Marcus Young presented by SM Athletics. Marcus, what you got? Hi, Jake. Hi. Hi, Hi Marcus. Hi, Brett. <laughs> um, well, obviously, we talked a little bit about the weekend games that we have coming up uh, to watch. Currently, I'm working on a parlay. I'm going to go ahead and share that with Mark the Tape. Save it, save it, save uh, it for the last segment, please. Fine. Uh, I'll I'll say this. Um, obviously, we talked about Bill Belichick a lot today. Obviously, mm-hmm. he did not get the Atlanta head coaching job like I predicted. It's the only man. only uh, head coaching vacancy that he interviewed for, I believe. Arthur Blank really wanted him. It just didn't work out with the structure of things, but. Um, the irony is that I don't think Raheem, the hot take for me right now is Raheem Morris is going to be out of Atlanta within two to three years. I don't, he, he's not been a good head coach. Arguably he wasn't a very good defensive coordinator for the Rams. Um, you, when you have Aaron, Aaron Donald and you're still not able to have a better overall defensive, uh, team in general, I think that comes down to the coaching. I just don't see how Raheem Morris moves a needle for Atlanta. Um, so I, I'm quite concerned by that. I think they just kind of um, – I, I don't know, man. I think they just got a little bit too anxious and worried about what it would be like having to switch coaches again after Bill Belichick, but they're going to have to do that again anyway. Uh, so that's the first thing. Uh, second thing, um, you're not going to like this one, Jake. Okay. It has to do with your heat. Mm. Listening. I don't think the Heat are going to make as much noise when they hit the playoffs this year. I think they're going to be one and out. After watching how they played against my Celtics, I just I worry that the Heat just they don't they just don't have the Heat anymore. Mm-mm. I mean, to lose. Do you think the Heat culture is dying? I think the culture is. I think it's burning out. Do you think so? I think so. With Eric Spolstra. Yeah. Pat Riley. I mean, they're 24 and 21. You lose 143 to 110. Lost five in a row. Like, they, they've they've been struggling. They had all their guys last night. They lost five in a row. You got the Knicks coming up. The Knicks aren't bad. I bet they could still beat the Knicks. James Dolan still owns the New York Knicks. I know. You got the Suns, and then you got the Kings, both at home. But, you know, the Suns. Suns will be tough. Suns are going to be tough. Kings, they played a great game against they the They can flat uh, out shoot the ball. The Warriors. But, yeah, I think the Heat, I believe, will still make the playoffs. I have no doubt about that. Jake, this happens every year, man. Just patience. Just wait. It wait is. Just patience. Start, but I then... think the Heat are going to get knocked out first round. Hmm. Who are they playing? Uh, as of right now? Well, they're in the seventh spot right now. So they're in the play-in right now, right? Top six make it and the other four. Yeah. So right now they play yeah, the they, Hawks. They'd be a part of the play-in. So. They play the Hawks right now. They were in the plan last year. I won't count. I won't count yeah, we the, were in the plan. plan last year. I won't count the plan. Like when I say get knocked out first round, I'm going to say after the plan because the plan isn't really the. plan. You do realize that there is a like guy on this more... team named Jimmy Butler who also is known as Jimmy Buckets, who is also known as Hemi Butler, who is also known as Playoff Jimmy. How many points did he have um, yesterday? Against, it's regular season against ball. My, regular season against ball. my Celtics. Just curious, Marcus. You know, how many points did he drop? In the first round of the NBA playoffs last year, 
I don't know. That one I still know the You don't remember score, that. No. And it was one of the greatest playoff performances of our lifetime. I don't really care about the Heat. 55 points, Marcus. I pay attention to my boys. And that's my boys in green. That's all I care about. They're one of the worst offensive teams in the league. I just don't know if... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you, do you it's agree not playoff with my take? Time. I agree with Marcus's first time in a It's not time. playoff time. That's all I'm going to say. I'm, Jack's going to ride with me hey, on this Jake, one. Yeah, go. you're running with me on this one. <laughs> yeah. Running nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> we're running all the way to the NBA Finals is where we're running to. Uh, next take for you. I think after what's happened so far in the head coaching uh, vacancies in the NFL, to go back for a second, I think Mike Vrabel is going to sit out. I think he's going to sit out for a year, take the paycheck from the Titans, and I think he is going to wait for a better job opening um, next year. I did say that, I, uh, not in a hot take, but I did believe that Vrabel would make sense in Seattle. I do believe that still, but he hasn't interviewed with them. Uh, he interviewed with Atlanta uh, yesterday, I believe, or on Wednesday, excuse me. forgot what day it was. Um, and then... I think he's going to have an interview with the Commanders. It doesn't make sense for him to go there, though. And I think he's going to set out for a year, uh, recharge a little bit, and then find a better job Didn't opening. he interview with the Panthers, you said? Or no? Panthers Vrabel. have already hired their coach. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they did. Panthers I know. Fr- he inter- I thought he interviewed with them, though. But he might have. Uh, to me, he's going to go somewhere where he has a better chance Could of winning. Could he not go be a coordinator? I don't see him doing that. You don't see it? Okay. No, I see him sitting out for a year, spend time with family, rest up a bit, recharge. And then go for a head coaching job next year. There's going to be some good openings, potentially Dallas opening up, potentially Philly opening up. Um, you got those right there. You see who else might open up. Somebody uh, said Andy Reid might be leaning towards retirement. It's a shame that he'd finish. Mike Florio, uh, so short of had it. winners. So. Mm, yeah, yeah. Only, only He's has two. tired of tired of winning. Only only has two to his name. Mm. I don't like how you're making me feel like I'm a Patriot fan. I hate the Patriots, but you're making me have to defend things that I shouldn't have to defend. You don't have to defend Belichick. There's no reason to defend him. Just why would you want to defend Bill Belichick? I don't. No, but to call him garbage is just. Silly. I didn't say garbage. You I did. just. I think no. you actually did you say garbage. Did. <laughs> okay, fine. Or no, you didn't say garbage. You said trash. Okay, garbage. Trash. You called him trash. How about I give him recycling? Uh, as long as you don't refer to him as trash, I mean. I'm just saying, if you're the greatest coach of all time and you think you still have something left in the tank and you can only get one interview, I, something's wrong. I mean, as long as you don't compare him to the people that live in Gainesville, Florida, then people stink. And then up in, I maybe we can go coach the Gators. I mean, up in Kentucky, I mean, the best thing to come out of that state is I-75 South. That's about it. That is <laughs> just, the only good thing. Just want to say, that, you know, Belichick does have a better winning percentage over his career. So just you gonna, are gonna, yeah, just gonna put that out there. I got a hot quick. take. Let's hear it. Let's go for it. All right, so I think the Bills, you know, after this disappointing season, they'll come out to a slow start uh, next year and fire Sean McDermott just because he's been there for so long Mm. and they'll have to make some sort of change and hire Bill Belichick himself. From the the red, white, and blue to the red, white, and blue. And then he's going to go to the AFC Championship against the Chiefs, beat Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and bring Josh Allen a Super Bowl. Wow. That's it. You okay, wow. Brett? Are you all right there, Brett? Wow. I can't even believe those words came out of your mouth, Jack. Wow. Why are you mocking me? Because I can. How dare you? I am who I am, Marcus. Wow. I'd rather be hated for who I am than to be loved for something that I'm not. That's a good point. Does that mark the tape of Marcus Younger? Do you have one more? 
I've said it before, but I'm just going to I'm going to stick with it. Uh Ravens Lions Super Bowl. I think we I think that's what we're going to see. I think it's going to be a really fun matchup. Um and I think uh I think the Lions are going to have to kick a game-winning field goal to get it done. I don't think it's going to be an easy win. It's going to be a battle throughout. It would be pandemonium across the United States if I that think, happened, and I, I would love it. I think you're going to see a game-winning field goal set up, and I think Detroit's going to hit it. So I don't hate that at all. That's my prediction there. I don't hate it at all. I would actually love that. That would be a great inning to what should be a great weekend of sports. That is Mark the Tape with Marcus Young, presented by SM Athletics. What sets SM Athletics apart? Well, let me tell you, exceptional quality, taking pride in delivering top-notch logo solutions that stand the test of time, maintaining the integrity of your brand. Customization. Our expert team will work closely with you to bring your vision to life, ensuring that your logo looks perfect on any product. Variety of products, as a matter of fact. From apparel to accessories, offering a wide range of customizable items to cater to your specific needs, and always competitive pricing. We believe in providing value for your investment offering competitive pricing without compromising on quality. For more information, visit smathletics.com. So let's get into more of what we think is going to happen this week, and we already gave our projections. Can we get into something real quick sure. before we do that? what you got? Do you want to talk about this Kayshawn Butte thing? <sighs> yeah, I was actually going to say that for the last time. Let's go uh, ahead and get, no, let's go no, ahead and get no. into we, it. If no. you had it planned, I didn't know. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's like that – like, yes, we know that the guy gambled underage. He committed fraud. He probably used a fake ID to set up a gambling account. We all know that, right? That's bad. His username was his name. Yes, and it was probably coming from his bank account, which, I mean, if you're going, like I've said before, guys, if you're going to do <laughs> illegal activities, use cash. Do not write a or check. Do not use, use a credit card. Do not put yourself in a situation to where <laughs> you will get caught. If I was 19 years old, I wanted to place a wager, I'd find a friend. I'm not going to. Mention yeah. the guys no, that no, I was around because yeah. I'm not going to get them in trouble either. <laughs> but I mean, the thing is, you find a friend who's 21 or older, you give him cash and say, "Hey, I need you to deposit this. I need you to make this bet." And if because he hits, wasn't old enough, right at the time, no, he was, he was only was like 20 the, years old, 19 years right, old making these bets. This is when he was at LSU, right? Yes, he was at he, LSU making yeah. these bets. He turned himself into Louisiana State Police on a few 9, charges. Nine thousand bets in like what 300 days or something? Like, yes, ridiculous. Did you see how much he wagered? Yes, he wagered up. Ha- or what? No, it wasn't a half a million. He won a half million, but he wagered one hundred twenty-five thousand. Yeah, won over a half a million and only withdrew about fifty thousand of it. I don't, I don't know why he did this. I don't know who was giving him these picks or if they were his picks. He was mainly betting on in LSU, right? I mean, I, I don't, it was all college. I, mean, I think for that many bets, yeah. yeah. But I mean, think about this. Yes, what he did was wrong. However, I want his picks. I want to know what he is betting on, who he's picking, and exactly what exactly he's wagering on. Because if you can turn that much of a profit, if you put in 125 and you walk away or you went over a half a million, I want to know what he is betting on. Now, granted, that would be the equivalent of like you know, us wagering 100 and coming out with 500. But at the same time, if he's that good at it, I want to know exactly what he's doing. Yeah, he made bets from April 6, 2022 to May 7, 2023. Uh, he bet on at least 17 NCAA football games, including six involving LSU. Hmm. So he was betting on anything and everything. Was he betting for or against LSU? I don't know. I'd have to go. Uh, I'm not sure. Because if it was during his playing days and he was betting against LSU, um, one of the cases that could be made if he was betting on LSU – 
when they played Florida State both times, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Then you get into the possible point-shaving argument. And that's the one thing that I know a lot of these leagues, a lot of these sports books were worried about. It's like if the players can get access to this, they place a wager. Matter of fact, if you're an employee of an athletic department, you cannot place a wager. My friend John Dunn up at LMU, mm-hmm. even though that's a Division II school and you cannot bet on Lincoln Memorial University, mm-hmm. he is not allowed to have an account. He is not allowed to place any wagers right. whatsoever because yeah. of that. Right. So, I mean, you really run the risk when you're doing that. If you're betting against your team, mm-hmm. then you run the risk of being set up for a point-shaving investigation. Yeah. And that's uh, – well, in his last year at LSU, he was terrible. Like, he was really good. He probably should have come out, and then maybe he was... There was a reason he's a six-round pick. Yeah. I mean, think about that. He was a six-round pick. It is very possible. Well, he went from a first-round pick. I'm pretty sure he would have been a top receiver. The, he was one of the most talked-about yeah. wide receivers in the country. Yeah. That was a guy, you know, going into the Florida State game, when they were playing down at well, the was Super it a Dome. bowl game? He had, like, 300 yards receiving yeah. or something? But like, Or was it the first game of the season? It definitely, it definitely wasn't the first. Yeah. It well, definitely wasn't the first. Yeah, and he was dropping the ball left and right. Yeah. Like something fishy was going on. Now it makes sense a little bit. If he shaved points, then that's going to be disgusting. Let's get Matthew in here next before we hit our final break. Matthew, what's up, man? Hey, Jake. Hey, how we doing, boys? Good, Happy man. Friday. Good, buddy. I love this. Uh, you know, this is the first time I've called in and I've heard Brett, you know, you sound great, buddy. You're doing great. I really Appreciate- like this new, uh, this new chemistry y'all got going on. <laughs> It's working. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to bring up something you guys talked about in hour one. Um, it's talking about this Tennessee basketball team. Mm-hmm. Um, Brett, where do you sit at with your confidence level of Jonas Adu as we continue to kind of get into the, the thick of it? Because I want to bring up a point, and mm-hmm. I believe that you're right. This team doesn't need Santiago Vescovi or Josiah Jordan James to score because we know who they are. But I do wonder sometimes when Jonas Adu faces a quality big, is he going to step up to that next level and be the guy that we know he's been these last three games? Because if you look at the stats versus guys like Mississippi State and, you know, North Carolina, and I get it, you know, North Carolina, Purdue, um, there's another school I'm leaving out there. They have faced some quality Kansas, big Kansas, men. Hunter Dickinson. Kansas, yeah. Hunter Dickinson at Kansas. And I think the one question I have, and I think you and I talked about it in, in the group chat, Brett, is mm-hmm. Jonas Adu, if this team is going to make that Final Four run, he's got to step up and be a lot more of an offensive threat and not just a defensive threat versus quality bigs. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, my my biggest thing is, like, we've always said, like, the amount of points you get from Adu is a bonus because you have scoring with Connect, Ziegler, you would thought with, you know, Vescovy and uh, James, that Adu, if you get, like, your 8 to 10, 8 to 12, something like that, my biggest thing is just, making it difficult on another big. Like, I'm not saying you have to, like, stop them. I mean, he got physically dominated by these other bigs. And, you know, it makes you a little nervous because you might get a smaller school like an FAU that beat you last year where their big kind of was physically dominant against you, you know, like really controlling, got you in foul trouble. I feel like it needs to be the reverse. Let's try and see if Adu can get somebody else in foul trouble. Um you know, his offense has obviously gone to another level than I even expected. Um, you know, so I don't know. Like, I'm I'm not – I've gotten to the point where, especially with James and Vescovy, like, they're just going to be role players, and they've done really well. Like, 
I thought Meshack was our best player, even against Alabama. Like, he only scored six points, but he was just a factor all the way around uh, the floor. Uh, rebounding assists, guarding multiple positions, things like that. So, um, you know, and you're not gonna you're not gonna face you know those those type of bigs very often. So, I don't know. Well, I mean, gosh, it's it's you know your losses are your your five four or five losses of what you had. There's one telltale sign of why you lost those games, and you know the bigs being dominant against you kind of puts you in that in those losing uh spots and i don't think you're trying to say that jonas adu can't be that guy i think he Mm -hmm. very well can be Mm -hmm. but you know matthew like we've talked about for years and phil brings it up every time he calls it seems like during basketball season at least once a week in order to make that deep run in march you have to have a true point guard which Mm -hmm. i think we have and then you have to have a dominant big man and which i think jonas adu can be now has he been pushed around by hunter dickinson zach Eady, armando baycott and tolu smith yes but I do think he has the capabilities to be that dominant big man and help us make that deep run in March. I'll end it with this. You know, Brett, would you rather have two quality big men or two quality guys you can get a bucket with at the guard position? Uh, I mean, I, I think you'd I think you'd rather have the two guards. I mean, we've seen, like, guards basically win NCAA tournaments. I mean, you, you know, you can go back through the years. Like, all these teams that are winning these NCAA tournament games and – you need a bucket. You go to a guard. You don't. You don't throw it in the post very often anymore. Now, some of these teams, their best player are big. The top teams in the country right now, their bigs are their best players. So you know, Tolu Smith scored the game-winning basket basically against us. Um, you know, and you know, Edie, and I mean, just their presence. I mean, that, that that's that's simple as that. And uh, you know, I don't know. I think you. I think I'd prefer to have connect over. It, you know these other bigs i don't know like i i like the fact that it, he can be versatile and like dickinson can step out and hit a three like Edie can't do that like he's a one-trick pony he's on the post he scores dickinson as we've seen he's beat us twice now like he beat us when he was in michigan he's beat us with kansas so you'd hate to see him again um so i don't know i i think you still want the guards you know just the versatile can create yeah. for others and get a bucket you know things like that fantastic basketball insight well listen i know y'all gotta go i'll I'll let y'all with this you know philly i love you buddy but you're dying on a hill you don't have to die on (laughs) jordan gainey's averaging eight points and bj edwards is averaging four and they're both have a great day boys go oh he got it matthew nice dagger at the end oh man yeah golly step on his head while he's drowning are you back there flexing Oh no! I was just, <laughs> just sitting here more relaxed. Oh, he was doing like, the John Wall, right? Yeah. He was just doing the. <laughs> God, one of those moments was like I wish I had. He was of sitting that. back here like this. I'm like, buddy, are you flexing? No, 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 no. I just had my hand on my on the chair. <laughs> Golly, so relaxed after that because I was just taking it back. Oh man, he uh, he dropped a bombshell on Phil. You know what he did? What's that? Dunked on him. <laughs> that was perfect, That's awesome. Marcus. That was perfect. Oh, stellar job, Marcus. Stay with uh, us. Brett's best bets in the final segment of the program coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. White Claw is taking hard seltzer to new heights with White Claw Surge. At 8% alcohol, White Claw Surge is a stronger wave of refreshment that doesn't compromise on taste. 
Available in four bold waves of flavor like ripe blackberry, citrusy blood orange, zesty natural lime, and tart cranberry. Check out your favorite retailer in-store and online for the White Claw Surge Variety 12-pack and 16-ounce single-serve cans. White Claw Surge, please drink responsibly. Is your home's exterior in need of a makeover? If so, it's time to call North Knox Siding and Windows. Transform your home's curb appeal with premium siding options. From classic to modern styles, they've got something to suit every taste. Upgrade to energy-efficient windows that'll keep your home comfortable all year round while saving you money on your energy bills. North Knox Siding and Windows, get ready to fall in love with your home all over again. Online at northknoxsidingandwindows.com. Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia, where your journey begins. Are you tired of looking at that piece of furniture that is wore down but you don't want to get rid of it? Go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Locally and family owned and operated with over 67 years of combined experience. Located at 8913 Oak Ridge Highway, give them a call today at 865-237-3272 or visit them online at fabricsun.com. That's fabricsun.com and be sure to tell Stan that you heard about him right here on Fan Run Radio. Are you ready to make your dream home a reality? Hi, I'm Bo Kregner and here at the Kregner Group at Realty Executives, we know that finding the perfect home is more than just a transaction. It's about finding your sanctuary, your future, your happiness. Our team is dedicated to guiding you every step of the way, ensuring a smooth and stress-free journey towards home ownership. Whether you're buying, selling, or investing, we're here to help. Call me anytime at 865-742-1035 or just visit us online at bonoshouses.com. Rogers Utility Solutions, a division of Rogers Hydrant Service, is a family-run Tennessee-based business since 2015. Now serving municipalities and residences in 14 states, Rogers offers fire hydrant flow testing, distribution flushing, and maintenance programs in accordance with ISO standards. Rogers also offers hydrant repair and installation, and they have the capability of repairing hydrants under pressure. For more information on Rogers new sewer maintenance program complete with mapping cleaning and camera inspecting visit rogershydrantservice.com Final segment of the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. It's Jake Miller, Brett Hollander, Mark Young, intern Jack, and you. It's time for Brett's Best Bets. Brett, what you got? Uh, well, we'll just start with NFL. I, I'm i rolling with uh, Mahomes. I think he gets it done this weekend, as he usually does in the playoffs. Uh uh, so I'm gonna go with them, and then I've also got the 49ers. I think they're gonna, I think they're honestly, I think they're gonna roll over the uh, the Lions. I think 10 plus. Uh, I think Debo's gonna play. Uh, I think they got that 
playoff game under the belt from last week. Lions won't have the home confines. Um, I know golf's been there, but uh, I like the the 49ers. They've probably been the the best team all year. I think um, probably got the. I think they have the MVP and McCaffrey um, yeah. on their team. Uh, just me. Um, uh, you know, unfortunately, there's not any like lines out for college basketball this weekend. I would like to maybe. You know, it would have been interesting. To dabble in it would, some of the games this it would have been. I mean, we'll be able to eventually, mm-hmm. but obviously, as of right now, I mean, it would have been nice to see some of these spreads. Um, I do think whatever the spread is, Tennessee is going to take care of business this weekend. I'll just, um, I'm going to go go ahead and say Tennessee wins. I'm think we're going to go 94 to 69. I okay. think somewhere around there. I think Connect gets his 30. Yeah. I think maybe we get a good spot from Vescovy. Um, so there's. Kind of just taking care of the three main games for this weekend. There There's two go. playoff games, and our boys uh, from Tennessee getting it done. All right, Marcus, what you got? Sorry, Bring it, Marcus. Sorry to say, I'm going to go Bring a little it. bit. Come uh, on, little round Robin Hood. A little, a little bit away from uh, Brett over here. So I got an eight leg right now. Uh-oh. I got four for each game. Please round Robin this. I'm going to just tell you what I've got here before I uh, hit the bet. Uh, for the Baltimore game, He's I've got Baltimore Ravens uh, winning the money line. A lot of pressure on LJ. I've got three anytime oh, touchdown cool. scores. I got Travis oh. Ke- Travis Kelsey, yeah, Lamar Jackson, and Zay Flowers. I think those are going to be three guys that will score uh, with the Baltimore money line. Going to the Detroit-San Francisco game, plus 300. Uh oh. I like it, man. Uh oh. I like the Detroit Lions money line. Wow. I'm going to take Detroit money line. I'm going to take a three, once again, three anytime touchdown scores. Christian McCaffrey, easy. Yeah. It's going to happen. He scores every game. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, he has been lighting it up recently, and I think he's going to get another he's like one. Like McCaffrey. He's doing really well. He's, he's really started to get in a groove yeah. of things. That one two punch is good. And third. This one's a bit interesting because he is slowly getting back into practice, but Sam Laporta, anytime touchdown as well. That one is not a bad one at all. Yeah. Jack, what you got for me? So, for the Chiefs-Ravens, I saw Mark Andrews um, is off IR, so he'll be playing. Yeah, it's big. But I still got to go Chiefs. I can't, boy. I can't not bet on Patrick Mahomes. Can't? I Until I see it, I, I just got to go with yeah. the Chiefs. And then Lions-Niners – I don't think the Niners will cover, will cover, but mm-hmm. I think they'll get the win. Okay. Yeah, it'll be a close game, maybe a game-winning field goal. And then for the Tennessee basketball game, God, I just hate that arena. I think <laughs> Vandy will make it close, honestly. You think so? I'm not going to wow. lie. I think we'll still get the win because at the end of the day, Vandy still averages more turnovers than assists. So <laughs> And about 12 less points a game. Yeah. Right. So yep. you'd hope to win that, but I just – that arena always gives us issues. So. It's not a shooter's gym. I'll, I'll give it a close game. All righty. I'm going to give you a four-leg for tonight. We're going to take Arkansas State on the money line, Wisconsin, California, and Ohio. Two underdogs, two favorites. Now, you can do a four-leg parlay with this, but what we're going to do is we're going to round-robin these. So if you do it by twos, that gives you six total bets. Okay. Bet $5 a piece. Mm-hmm. Times six, that's 30. Okay. And then your payout should be somewhere around 66 bucks. Okay. You do a three pick round robin. It's going to give you four bets. Five bucks. It's going to pay you out about, let's see here. Five picks, 
will pay out roughly five picks, excuse me, four picks, three leg round robin, pays out 155 bucks. You also have an option to do all combinations in which 11 bets for 55 bucks will pay out 350 11. And the one thing, like I mentioned before about these round robins, is if they all don't hit, you're not going to get the full payout. But if you have some really good picks and you're off by like one or two, guess what? You're still going to make some money out of the deal. That's if you're doing massive parlays, not on a four leg. You want to hit at least three if you're doing four legs. But in this case, you know, even if you don't win money and some of them do hit, you're at least getting some of your money back, if not all of it. Mm-hmm. That's why I love the round robins. That's kind of the play that we're going to probably make for a lot of stuff from here on out, boys. Round robins. The most effective way to gamble. At least I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> if it works, yeah. Because, I mean, the thing is, it's like, I'd rather hit five out of eight legs on a round robin by twos mm-hmm. than to completely whiff on an eight-leg parlay. Because at least I'm going to make some money off of that. Might be a dollar or two more than I put in, but at least I'm making money. Rather than throwing my $10 free bets away on 20-leg parlays. I have an interesting uh, Florida woman story, if you want to hear it real quick. Yes. This woman was, uh, looks like she was pulled over at a traffic stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, they searched her purse, and they found crack cocaine in it. Yeah. And she blamed uh, the wind, blew the crack cocaine into her purse as a car drove past her. Hey, officer. I, I don't, don't know, know how, how that crack got, got in my purse. But it was it was packaged. Please tell me it had her name on it. <laughs> I don't know. It just, she's, yeah. They pulled her over and they searched her purse. And found and, crack. And, and found crack cocaine. The white powdery substance. Guys, here's the thing. Why is it always Florida? It's always Florida for one. And number two, that might be one of the worst excuses I've ever heard. I don't know how it got in there. I know my daughter or my son is an addict and they might have put it in there that would have been a better excuse yes the wind blowing it into her car oh the gusty florida wind just blew it right there into my was purse a car speeding past me flew out of their car into my car into my purse and that's how you found it sir that this always brings me back to the brian williams weed story <laughs> that was nice though that he wrote his name on it so nobody would steal it <laughs> Jack, do you know the Brian Williams weed story? I don't think I do. So, in do you know Brian Williams? No. You former UT basketball. You, you player. would know him. You would know him if uh, he played you, with. Did he play with Grant? And, no, uh, no, he what, played with like Tyler before. Smith. He played oh, in the yeah. Bruce years. He was on the number one. Yeah, but so he, Tyler Smith, I think Cam Tatum and one other guy uh, got pulled over one day, and Tyler Smith got kicked off the team because the strip, he had, right? Were they on the strip? And I think they were on the interstate. Actually, were they? Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure. And. Tyler Smith had a gun on him because there were some rumors that a former player threatened to basically, like, kill his daughter or his wife, whatever it was. I can't remember exactly what it was. So they get pulled over, they find the gun, and they find weed. A bag of weed had Brian Williams' name on it. The officer went to him and said, Mr. Williams, is this your weed? And he said, no. Smart man. Smart man, Brian. One of the funniest uh, follows in all of Vol Twitter. And Facebook if he'll add you. 
special the story about why he came to. Mark, is he going to be upset if, <laughs> if Lamar doesn't win this weekend? You gonna I know, be upset? I, I, I don't have to worry about that. But you don't. Wow. I'll, I'll make sure to send you a text to console you uh, when okay. the Chiefs get knocked uh, out. I'll be upset even if the, I'm, I pick the Chiefs, but I don't want them to win. Jack, I'm going to tell you the, the uh, Brian Williams Tennessee commitment story when we get off air, but that's going to do it for us here on the GI Jake Show. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, sir. The herd with Colin Cowherd coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio.